This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So, you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hey, ladies and gents. So before I get in this episode with the one and only Jonathan Horton, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this show. Because I know for a fact that you can be listening to any other show or watching any other YouTube video or listening to any other song that's a proven hit single, you know? Like, you could be listening to freaking John Elton right now, but instead you're listening to me, and I appreciate that. That means you care. And so in this episode, you're going to get rawness and realness. You're going to get R squared for sure. Like, no joke, this is an episode that I wish um, more people uh, could really consume because we get caught up in social media, we get caught up in other people's lives, and we, and we feel that we need to really be someone else, and unfortunately, that brings us to feeling down. We feel caught in 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 a tunnel, and whatever you may call it, depression. You may call it just a, a limbo. You know, this is really just one of those shows where it brings you really with the the soul whole mission of this show is to scratch your own itch, you know, make you feel less alone. So really, this episode does it with Jonathan Horton. Um, so have have a good listen, and please don't forget to hit that subscribe button, because straight up, when you hit that subscribe button, this episode will notify you that it's ready. Hey, like, it's ready to be heard. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, <laughs> I would feel so 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 good about it but let's say you don't hit 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 the hit the review i don't really mind as long as you share it because that's the best thing in the world is i'm not charging any any of you to listen to this at all but it means the world to me if you just hit that share button because you know that someone may get some inspiration or get some informal education and maybe laugh because of this episode. So thank you so much. Enjoy my interview with the one and only Jonathan Horton.
So, my curiosity question for you is, what are you obsessed with? Really ask yourself this. What are you obsessed with? Okay, let me set the tone. Following your dreams is a romantic idea until you start doing it. When it's just a far off possibility, when it's just a maybe someday kind of idea that lives in your brain, it's so much more appealing, right? Because that version of following your dream is the highlight reel. It's your consciously or that sort of like unconscious imagining of your dream achievement that's almost almost sexier in a way than the actual of doing of it, you know? And because of this romantic idea, sometimes it's hard to actually step into it when it when you realize it that you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing right now. If you're listening to this, you were meant to be listening to this because no matter how painful or maybe mundane or exhausting or frustrating or heartbreaking or all of those things at once they may make you feel that you're not doing the right thing but following your dreams is very slow and if any of this resonates with you then this episode was made for you because today I have someone who is willing to own their obsession own that they too have had that sort of like dream where all of a sudden they got it and then all of a sudden it wasn't the thing that they thought that it was going to be and we fall into that loop so much so I just want to I want to quit out the illusions for you and I want to make you realize how important it is that you're in the right place right now my guest today is Jonathan Horton and if you have no idea who that is I'm super excited for you to introduce yourself to this man because he's not just a motivational speaker he's not your average motivational speaker he's an american olympic athlete jonathan competed in the 2008 beijing olympics and got silver medal and he also got bronze too but he'll tell you that the silver meant somewhat of a bit to him but the bronze was actually the thing that really meant a lot to him and we'll find out why so give your huge warm warm welcome to the one and only Jonathan Horton man thanks so much for having me on your show excited to be able to chat with you today and uh, just be able to tell you a little bit about my story and everything that I've gone through yeah Jonathan thank you so much man for taking the time to to do this uh, you know I, I call this show scratch your own itch because the mission of this show is to really make someone feel less alone and also um you know, see where someone is now. It's, it's sometimes hard to really realize how they sort of got to where they got to. So to me, scratch your own itch means that you, you had, a, had some sort of problem with yourself. And if you kept ignoring it, this itch would bother you. But then you finally accepted it and you realized it and you found a way to solve this problem in your life. So when I ask you, how did you get to where you got to by scratching your own itch? What does that mean to you? Well, you know, it's, I, I love it. I love the, the meaning of the show and, and just that analogy because I think we all, we, every single person on this planet experiences that in some way. And as I tell you about my story in gymnastics and everything that I went through, I think my itch 
was really this this obsession with needing to be successful as as, a, as an athlete. It was something that I was absolutely just it had to happen. Like I was willing to do whatever it took, and you know, I told people, you know, we'll get into story a little bit, but I wasn't the most talented kid growing up in the world. I I didn't have a lot of success in the sport, but I was obsessed with my mission and with my goal. And when I told people that I was going to be an Olympian, I, I, when I was young, before I was probably 11 or 12 years old, I was laughed at. People were like, "Oh, dude, you're not exactly the kid that is out there winning, you know, the ribbons and the trophies and the medals." Good luck making that happen. And so I always had this chip on my shoulder, and it was something that I that I I had to do not only for myself, but I, I had this like feeling that I needed to prove everyone wrong. And so for me, and me, my personal life, that that itch was like, unfortunately, like it's almost like a like a selfish thing. Like I I needed to prove everyone else wrong. But as I advanced through my career, and as I got a lot better at gymnastics it was it was more than just that but in the beginning that's kind of how it started man dude i i went through kind of the same thing i i resonate with that story so much because i i i thought that the becoming an actor and 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 proving that you know i could be famous and and that i could you know show off that you know hey look at what i uh, try to accomplish and look what i actually accomplished and and it actually set me in a in a uh, suicide attempt um, about a year ago, and and so like I just want to make aware of like how hard it is to kind of be somebody else, and how exhausting it is to be somebody else. Uh, did you feel like you know? Uh, I mean, this is a really hard question uh, for me to even ask of you right now uh, because. Did you ever feel like you just were super, super, super um, lost during your your hardest moments because you weren't really doing it for yourself? You were pretending to try to be somebody that you weren't? Um, You know, there were a few times when I was somewhat lost throughout my career. And before I totally answer that question, I'll tell you, I every single person in the world, they there's one of the things that I talk about on stage is we all think that, you know, for me, I initially thought that becoming an Olympian, becoming an Olympic champion was what I needed, what I needed in my life. And then so many people think I need to become a millionaire or a billionaire, or I need to be famous. Or I always laugh. I'm like, so many people want to be Instagram famous. They want to be Insta famous. And everybody thinks like it's the success that makes you happy. When now that I'm retired from my sport and I look back on my career and the ups and the downs and the, the highs that I soaked in and the lows that were miserable, now I look back on all of it now and I realize becoming an Olympian is it, okay. It's cool, you know. It's cool that I have that title, but really what brought happiness to my life, and I think that you can probably agree now that you look back on, on some of the things that you've done as, as an actor, is it was the journey that I was on. It was the journey that... I learned from every single moment, the people that I got to meet and the experiences that I had and the traveling that I got to do, even the really bad days in the gym. And, you know, I'll tell you, one of my hardest times in my entire career was in 2006. I, I you know, around 15, 16 years old, I started having a lot of success in gymnastics. It took me 
really about 12 years. I started when I was four. And so around 15, 16, I started finally winning some stuff. I started kind of showing up on the scene and people started talking about Jonathan Horton. And then when I was, um, let's see, 20 years old, I made my first big competition, like huge, it was the World Championships. It was basically the equivalent to the Olympics for gymnastics. And so I was pretty amped up and I was, I had a lot of success the last few years and made the world championship team. And in my mind, like, I remember thinking, my God, wow, I'm the man. Like I had this like arrogance myself and I was really overconfident. And I thought like, I'm going to go to the world championships. I'm going to become a world champion. I'm going to smoke everybody else. And my team and I, we're going to stand on top of the medal podium, watch our American flag go up and have those gold medal slings around our necks. Well, at the end of the day, I ended up leading the U.S. team to the worst performance in the history of United States men's gymnastics. I fell six times, and uh, we finished in 13th place, which no team before or since has ever done that poorly, and it was 100% because of me. And when I look back on it now, I remember it was frustration, anger, maybe a little depression at the time. I wanted to quit. I didn't want to do the sport anymore. And people were angry at me. I remember like the coaches were frustrated. My teammates were frustrated. I felt like I'd failed. And I let my country, my family, my friends, everybody down. And, um, you know, it ended up being the most powerful moment of my entire career. It was what made me who I am today. And it was such a horrible time that I wish on no athletes to ever experience something like that but it made it made me see like who I am what I'm capable of and when I look back now that was just part of my journey it was just another step that I went on and I felt kind of lost for a while didn't know if I wanted to continue the sport but sometimes you got to lose yourself to find yourself and I think that's again I think that's why two years later I became an Olympian and I won two medals at the Olympic Games was because of the most miserable time of my life. Wow, that's uh, that's what I call awareness, my friend. Uh, awareness. It's a being able to just really look at it as a, a mindset of growth versus a fixed mindset. And and so, you know, Carol Dweck talks about it: the fixed mindset yeah. versus the growth mindset. Um, and I know you're aware of this just because of the research I've done for you, from you. And, and just, I know, I know that you're, you're someone who, who, who's taken adversity, flipped it around on its head and used it as, as a, uh, as a cup of coffee rather than a cup of, 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 uh, I don't know, antifreeze or something like that. Um, I would love to ask you though, now, like currently now where you are, where do you think you're actually fulfilling your own desires versus fulfilling other people's desires? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Uh, that's deep. Um, <laughs> you know, I tried for a long time. Well, I'll take you back a little bit further. So the last, I would say the last four years of my life has been one of the most challenging times I've ever experienced. Just trying to find who Jonathan Horton is beyond the gymnast. My identity has always been the Olympic gymnast. And um, 
I not, you know, I, I trained the last four years, but I went through a lot. I had a lot of injuries and struggled to, to make my way onto any kind of world or Olympic teams. And it's just, it's been rough. And, um, I retired about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. And since then, it's just been like, what next? And what, what is my purpose? What am I going to do? How am I going to take my life and, and be, um, I don't even know, like just, just do something with it that, that, that is helpful to the world, I guess. And I, you know, probably about eight years ago, I started speaking, but never really took it serious. And um, now that I am, you know, not doing gymnastics anymore, I've really kind of committed to it. And I've discovered my passion for just sharing my stories through gymnastics. And one of my goals is to give people hope. And I always talk about hope for people. And if I can put a smile on someone's face by sharing what I've gone through and to be able to relate with them, it puts a smile on my face. And that's kind of what I'm all about right now. I, I don't really, I'm not looking left or right. I'm looking straight forward on how can I take my life and change other people's with it. And, you know, I know there's, there's a lot of athletes out there. There's a lot of successful people in the world that they go through adversities and they experience a lot of success. But not everybody's willing to dig deep and share those moments of kind of vulnerability and things that they've gone through and be able to relate with other people. And so that's kind of what I want to do at this, for the, you know, remainder of my time on this earth is to be able to just share my stories, share my faith with people, and just to be able to kind of give back because I feel very blessed the 28 years that I was able to be an elite athlete and now I, I just want I want other people to experience some of the moments that I was able to in another way in their own lives man that is uh that's so cool that's so cool that you're devoting your life to that uh you're absolutely perfect for that role and you know it kind of goes towards this thing where I, uh, you know, I believe, I totally believe in the, the philosophy of you got to be able to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can put on other people's oxygen masks. So, so where do you do that during the day? Like, and what does that look like? You know, is it a workout or is it like, what do you got to really take care of before you can take care of anyone else? Yeah. Um, that's a good question too. I mean, my, you know, you read all these books, people talk about the DMO, daily method of operation, and what do, everybody wants to mimic people like Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk and all of these successful people, and they're always, you know, get, they get the same questions, hey, what do you do day to day? And everybody thinks these guys must just have it all together, right? That, you know, Tony Robbins wakes up at the same time after 30 minutes of sleep a night he eats the same thing and he burns 15,000 calories a day and you know for me I'll be honest with you I don't have it all figured out and some days I'm a rock star and some days I'm not and every single day I'm trying to find what works for me and what works for my my wife and my kids and some days like I said my rock star days I wake up and I work out at 6 a.m. in the morning and I, I eat healthy, and I, I'm, I, I write, and I, I'm on the phone, I'm, I'm making business deals, I'm doing all kinds of things. And then other days, I wake up in the morning, and I'm not in the mood to work out. 
and I sit around in my house, I'm like, what's next? I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I, you know, for me, that's the reality that I, I wish more people would share because I don't care who you are in the world. I don't care if you are Tony Robbins. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. I don't care if you're the greatest athlete on the planet. Some days we're on fire and some days we're staring at a blank wall going, what do I do now? And so to answer your question, it's some days I got it. Some days I don't. I don't even know what those days really are when I have it other than, you know, I wake up and I just, I feel good. And, you know, I, I also share a lot with people. I'm very open about my faith in God and my, my relationship with God is so paramount to how I, you know, my, my day to day. And so, you know, just be able to wake up and know that I, I have a, a purpose and that I'm loved and that I have a strength that's beyond me is so powerful. But yeah, man, it's like so many people think that there's got to be this perfect way to live your life. And it's not every single day is the day to day improvement. How can I get a little bit better? How can I learn a little bit more about myself? Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found in making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Oh, man, I'm giving you a huge virtual bro hug right now because I... I I totally get that. Like I wish it was more of a trend to actually talk about how n- we're all making it up and no one has it right and how often so many people are like, "Oh, I do this and I do that and and this is my morning routine and I do that every single day because that lets lets me grind it out throughout the day." And I'm like, "Uh, is that real life though? Like is that So I yeah, so I I kind of have to call I got to go I got to call garbage on that. And I actually was just having a conversation with my wife not long ago about how I'm kind of, I kind of want to turn the, the fake thing away. Like there's so many people that are just fake and I know that there's a lot of influencers and there's a lot of successful people out there and they're trying to tell everyone how to live their lives, which is great, but then they turn around and they don't practice what they preach. And so I just want everybody to know that some of the most successful human beings on the planet don't have it all figured out. And I think that's what you're saying. Exactly. 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 You stole the words from my mouth. And the thing is, though, um, it actually ends up making people feel worse because I know I'm a product of it. When I, you know, I had a point where I wasn't following their routines and I felt like I needed to be making sales all day. And I felt like I needed to be doing this morning routine I felt like I needed to be waking up at 5 a.m. and then all of a sudden I got depressed because of that exact thing when really all I needed to do was take care of myself try to figure it out and go on my own journey and say heck they're doing their own thing 
and and if you look at you know you do look at yourself like Jonathan if you look at um, if you look at you know Grant Cardone and if you look at Gary V those guys all three of you have different mindsets and what works and what doesn't work but guess what you've all gotten to a level of success and anyone that's listening to this is totally capable too of making up their own thing in order to, yeah. to design their own life and so i'm well, dude, yeah I'm loving it. and i and i, I kind of want to compare it to obviously with me doing gymnastics for so long I, i'll make a gymnastics analogy see in gymnastics there's thousands and thousands of skills and there is a one like there's a way to do that skill. There's a guideline. Here's how to do it. Here's how it should be done, and you should try to follow the guideline. But you know what? Gymnasts are all shapes and sizes. Some are strong. Some are flexible. Some are you know taller, shorter, and so you want to try to follow the guideline on how to learn a skill. But there's more than one way to follow that guideline. And so for me, as, as a gymnast, I was always kind of known for the way that I, the unique ways that I did different things. I couldn't learn gymnastics like everybody else. I didn't have, I wasn't a traditionally, like, aesthetically beautiful gymnast. I was more, I had power, and I had to use power and strength to overcome some of the weaknesses that I had for certain skills. And so... If I had a, if I were to have a coach that said, "Hey, that's not how you do it. I know you're, I know you're making the skill, but that's not how it's supposed to be done." I never would have succeeded. But I had a coach that told me, "Hey, man, that's not really how it's supposed to be done, but it still works. So let's run with it." That's that's kind of life, you know. There's a guideline on how to live our lives and what's going to make us successful. Obviously, you can't be lazy. You need to be ambitious, and you got to have some faith in yourself and and be relentless in what you want. And that's a lot of the things that I share with my story, but everyone's going to go about those things a little bit different. Some people need to sleep eight or nine hours a night. Okay, great. Don't feel guilty that you don't wake up at 4 a.m. like some of these other people. Sleep till eight or nine, but then when you get up, hit the ground running. Like, go out and kill it. You know, not all of us need to sit in front of a computer for 12 hours straight and then work and work and work and go and brag about how much you work. No, some of us can work in an hour or two and get the same amount of stuff done. So I'm, you know, I'm in that school of thought. We're all you need. And we can be successful in different ways if we just follow the guidelines. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's being able to create the structure, put it on paper, see, see it on paper, I think, and then be free with it and, you know, make decisions along the way um so yeah. i i love that man uh, so much jeez that really speaks to my heart right now honestly it does because that's kind of the thing i'm most curious about is being able to uh create something that's really unique to me and 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 unique to not just uh everyone else but just myself you know and then take out that equation but uh jonathan i want to go into scratching the surface curiosity questions which are just um, more like 30 seconds or less sort of type answers. And then uh, we'll yeah. round it out, man. So the first question I got for you is, um, if you could sit on a bench with anybody, who would it be and why? Oh, man. Uh, that's a good question. 
That's a that's a tough one. Living or 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 dead? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh Man, that's a hard one because there's so many cool people in the world that I'd like to to meet or talk with. Um You know what? I'll I'll throw out this uh maybe it's a little bit cliché because I I am such a man of faith, but I'd love to sit on a bench with Jesus and just talk it through, man. Be like, hey, tell me about tell me about this, man. What's 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 God what's God talking about today? Like that would be really cool. Like let's go back two thousand years, be able to sit on a bench with him and, and, and figure it all out. Dude, that is that's so cool. Um, oh God, that's uh that's a hard because I almost want to ask you. Do you think that the answer he would give you even is something that you you truly want? Do you know what I mean? Like, the process is almost better. Yeah, I, man, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, faith, you know, Christianity is all, it's something just like what we were talking about. It's, it's growth. And you're always trying to, to search deeper, deeper understanding of, of Christ and God. And so um, I, whatever answer I would get, I would, I would accept it willingly. And I don't really know, man. I have to put some more thought into that. No worries. Uh, we'll we'll uh, get you on again, man, and we'll see where you got from. It's uh, really, really thinking about that because it is a deep, deep, deeper question. So the next question that I have for you is, uh, how does Jonathan Horton like to consume content? Uh, podcasts, audiobooks, movies, regular books, TV shows, music? Yeah, all of the above. And I would say my my weakest point is reading actual books. I like audio books a lot, but, um, you know, I, I, I love everything, man. I'm a, I'm a movie guy. I am, I mean, I'm in, I'm into a little bit of everything. And so not to, not to, uh, not to harp on it too much, but there's, there's another point that I wanted to make. Like these people that claim they read like six books a week. I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I consume content every way. I love it. I love the uh, the the through line in this show is just, you know, where are the illusions, and be yeah. obsessed with that. Asking yourself, where are the illusions? You know, uh, the next thing I'd like to ask though is the uh, if you would have to pick, what do you think is more important, your net work or what you know? Your net work or what you know? Yeah, uh, I've always I've always said it's not what you know until you know, and so I have had more success in my life because of the relationships that I've built with people, way more than what I know. Because I tell you what, I'm not I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, uh, but it's because of the people that I've interacted with and the people that I've surrounded myself with that I've been able to have success not only in gymnastics but in life in general as a gymnast. I always wanted to surround myself with the greatest gymnasts, and I learned from them. And now as a business person, a speaker, I want to surround myself with the best people. And so I, I love to consume content and learn as much as I can, but it's the people that you surround yourself with that will make you grow faster than anything else. So true. So true. This uh, Starting this podcast has been the best decision of my life by far. It's I started a business because of this stuff, like, you know, and I really devote myself to it, and it's a relationship-based business because of it, and so, 
gosh, uh, it's given me a reason to live, a purpose, and um, it's that itch that was on me that I just really needed to scratch. And I, I'm so happy that you, you talk about, you know, just knowing people because uh, so often we feel like we need to create it all of our, on our own. And, and it is up to you at one point, but really being able to, like, give people, uh, I think it takes more strength to, to give your sort of, I guess, your, your faith in someone else than, than, than just to make it all on your own, you know what I mean? I had a, I had a mentor one time told me that the beach is lonely by yourself. So you can be doing your own thing and you, you know, having a blast, enjoying soaking up the sunshine, but it's always better to have somebody with you, to enjoy it with you. And so we, you know, I, I do feel like so many people are out there talking about their hustle and their grind, but nobody's alone. And if you have people by your side that you trust and that you love, life is so much better when you have those people with you and you can all do it together. Yeah. Oh, so true. Shared success is just so much more delicious. Um, where do you think now, like in your life, like thinking, thinking back, like five years from now, what was a belief that now that you think about it, you go, wow, I can't believe I, I, I believe that garbage. Oh man. Uh, five years ago, you know, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest with you. I, and you know, before the show, we talked about me telling you a story that I've never told anybody before, but I'll tell you what, you know, five, maybe even 10 years ago, I was a pretty judgmental guy. Um, and I feel like I've I've turned my life in a different way. A lot of it is my is my faith and my love for Christ. But people for for things that um, they did that I didn't believe in, and I look back on it now, and I've uh, I've even you know taken the time to to call some people and, and ask for forgiveness for things that I maybe said. But um, you know I I had like you know you live in this little box for for a long time until you really come out of your shell as an adult and figure out like what's really important to you and I did that and um, you know so a lot of my judgments and everything that's why I love I just I believe on loving on people whether they are the same or different or whether they believe in the same things as me I just want to love on everybody and be able to again just give people hope and to be a, a good person for them and be able to eventually grow close enough with people that I can share who I am and what I believe in and share my faith. And I feel like that's what we're all called to do is just be loving. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's funny. I, I wrote a post a while ago and I asked just what, what, it, what does the world need more of? And most people said in that post, uh, love. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's so true. It's, we all just need a little bit more love. And it's really odd how easy things become when you just start going, I'm going to do this for love instead of for some sort of like prove something like, you know, you've said before, just do it out of love. It, it comes so much easier. Um, I, I would like to, though, uh, ask you just three more questions. What is a favorite podcast of yours? Favorite podcast of mine? Okay, so my wife and I are really into... Um, uh, what's it called? It's got a really weird Gimlet stuff. Yeah, have you listened to Gimlet at all? Dude, they have a bunch of stuff though. Which they one? They got a bunch. So yeah, my my favorite one was Startup. 
you ever listened to Startup? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's so it's so honest, man. Oh, I loved it. So the original like beginning of Startup for Gimlet Media was I was just hooked to it, and my wife is the one that got me started on podcast. She was like, "You got to listen to this," and I, I was like one episode, and I was done. Like I, I couldn't stop listening to it. So I, I love that kind of stuff. I love it, dude. Yeah, uh, check out Startup. Anyone that's um, that is is listening to this, check it out. But first, I want to send you anyone who's taking the time to listen to this is listening to a real reason. And if they could find more about Jonathan, or is just that one place you want to send them? What is my what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. One what? The one place, like one place that they could find more about Jonathan Horton and what he's doing with oh, his what? life. Yeah, so I, I've tried to build uh, a, a pretty solid social media presence. I really love to share what I'm doing, where I am with people, and give people an inside, you know, kind of scoop into my life. And so people can, you know, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram account is jhorton11. And then also my Facebook fan page, just type in Jonathan Horton. I, I, I make daily videos and posts and different things like that. And people can reach out to me. I've got my email blasted everywhere. Um, info.jonathanhorton at gmail.com. I love to be an open book for people. Anyone that needs anything, feel free to give me a call or shoot me an email. And uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm here for people. Hey friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? who's trying to be in front of the crowd, well, if that's you, I want to let you know that, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you and in this little giveaway I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. He is, he is, he is, he is, he is. He's gotten back to me. Time and time again, when I was a nobody, still am a nobody. <laughs> so, um, he, yeah, he's 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 there for no matter who you are, no matter how 
uh, low you feel right now or how successful you think you are, no matter where you are, I guarantee Jonathan will get back to you. But if there was one place to go, I'm going to send you to his Instagram because the content that he has is amazing. And it also will give you just one place to go that you know you can go to. Uh, instead of like having five different peanut butters to pick from and choosing no peanut butters at all to eat from. Uh, paradox of choice. It's a true thing. Um, the last thing though I'd like to ask is to, to, to kind of leave anyone that's listening right now with a, a self-inquisitive question that they can ask themselves throughout the day uh, to sort of, uh, you know, unlock something for themselves or maybe, maybe recharge themselves. So what would that question be? So what? So what would people do to recharge themselves? Is that what you're asking? Uh, like a self-inquisitive question that they could ask themselves, that you like to ask yourself, you know, to kind of like stay focused. Because I think our, our brains are are like monkey minds. We think we got to do this and do that. And then I think a self-inquisitive question though could either keep us on track or or, or maybe unlock something that we're trying to to really uh, you know find an answer to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't feel like I have a a super awesome answer for you. I, I would need to put some more thought into it. But every morning I kind of wake up and I just ask myself, what do you really want? Like, what is it that you want to do? And it's so simple and so straightforward. But I, I do feel like sometimes maybe people wake up in the morning and they, they're robots that they do what they think they're supposed to be doing versus what they want to be doing. And so, you know, obviously you got to survive and people have to go to work and you got to, you got to take care of your family. But aside from that, I think it's important to sometimes just take a break, pump, you know, pump the brakes and breathe and go, what do I want? Like, what do, like, what is important to me? And I think we can get caught up in like what we talked about a little bit earlier, you know, doing things for so many other people first and you've forgotten about yourself. So. I guess that's the best answer I can give you is just what do you personally want? What matters? I love it, man. I love that. Uh, I think we'll, we'll round it out there and uh, let people go and answer that question right there. Um, you know, I opened it up with what are you obsessed with, and it lines up perfectly. We didn't plan this at all. This is all <laughs> improvised. Uh, <laughs> it lands up perfectly with what are you obsessed and what do you want, you know? It really does work. So thank you so much, Jonathan, man, for being on the show. I know that um, we're going to stay connected because I'm a super fan of yours, man, and, and you've, you've uh, definitely been there for me when I needed uh, help the most, and so I really appreciate it. And I know you uh, are doing incredible things right now, and I, I really see you finding uh, this wisdom inside yourself, and I want to acknowledge it, that, that you know, you're doing something where you don't feel like – you have to keep giving yourself an ass kicking to see results. You're doing something where you're, you're truly in your area of genius and, and you want to do just that, make other people smile and find something that they don't have to keep kicking their ass with. They can do something that is, is, is out of love and faith and kindness. And um, is that, if that sounds like, oh, it's just kind of airy-fairy, no, it's true. Like, you can do that. It's totally a possibility for you right now. So... Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been great chatting with you, and I know we'll keep in touch. Yeah, thank you, Jonathan.
right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.